Welcome to the PMPA Speaking of Precision podcast, featuring your hosts, Carly Kistler-Miller and Miles Free. Hello, I'm Miles Free. Welcome to PMPA Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles podcast. Carly Kistler-Miller has joined me today, and we are going to talk about precision machining jobs accounting for seven of the top 25 high-paying jobs, no college degree required. Welcome, Carly. Well, thanks, Miles. Yeah, I wanted to, I found this article at businessinsider.com, and it just started this whole plethora of research and thinking and such. I ended up writing an article about it, but I do want to start off by sort of disclosing to our listeners that we are talking about no college degree required, but you and I both hold MBAs. And Guilty you, as charged. I know. Guilty. Um, but college isn't for everybody. I mean, we know this. People, you know, there's this huge push, got to go to college, got to go to college, got to go to college. But not everybody wants to or is suited for college. And I know you have personal experience with this. I do have personal experience, and that experience is personal as a family, it's as a father, it's as a performer, and it's as a baby boomer. And let's go back to baby boomer time, okay? When I was young, when I was really, really young, the only people in my town that had college degrees were doctors, were lawyers, were school teachers, and there might have been an engineer or two hiding in a neighborhood where my family didn't live. Mm. So in baby boomer years, in my growing up formative years, degreed graduates of universities were like cactus in the desert. There's one there, there's one there, there's one there, and there's a whole lot of sand. Uh-huh. Fast forward to today. Yeah. Okay, every baby boomer that could got their degree, whether to get out of that crazy Asian war, whether just to go experiment with all the stuff that was coming up in the 60s, whatever, they decided to get a college degree. And we all got college degrees. And so now people with college degrees are not like the cactus in the desert. We're like blades of grass. Mm-hmm. Look at your neighborhood. They have a degree. He has a degree. She has a degree. So the fact is, there's an abundance of people with college educations. But let's face it, not every job requires college education. That's true. And not every high-paying job requires a college education. And what has changed today is that the market now really needs not education, which is knowledge for knowledge's sake, but we need skills, which is the intelligent mastery of forces in our universe to employ for the quality of life that we want to have. Plumbers, try getting a plumber. That They make a great hourly rate. They make a great wage. Great hourly rate, okay? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we just put on a deck. Could I go out there and put on a deck? <laughs> uh, yeah. You yeah, could, but I wouldn't yeah. walk on it. Well, I, I wouldn't either. You know, and the zoning <laughs> people probably tear it down. But, I mean, I, the tools are there, but not the skill. And to go back to my desert, mm-hmm. 
So now we've got a desert, we've got all this grass, and we've got no trees of skill. There's no tree of skill. Where's the machinist? Where's the electrician? Where's the mechatronics person? Where's the robotics programmer? Where are all these people? And we don't have them. Right. And yet, college enrollments are going down, and vocational school enrollments are going down, and we've got this incredible need for shade. Yes. <laughs> for shade, <laughs> if you will, right? So sorry, sorry, you know, for the <laughs> trees and the grass and the cactus, folks, but that's the best way that I can visually help people see this situation. We've got an abundance of college degrees that are really not operating at their highest and best use. Mm -hmm. We've got this incredible need for people to bring skills which is not something to be condescended about. Oh my you gosh, know, no. Nobody wants wet carpet, no, uh, <laughs> right? No. Everybody <laughs> wants their car to stop in the airbags to work, right? I really do appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. If you just got your hip replaced, you want to know that they use titanium TI, you know, 6AL TI4, V4, sorry. It's and then it was, was made to exact specs. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes. So yes. there is value in skilled there is incredible value, and it is, it is because of the lack of supply. Now, there's an abundant supply of college-educated people, mm -hmm. but there's a dearth of supply of people with skills. Well, thank you for that segue, because actually I just spoke to two millennials recently, and they don't hold a college degree. And they told me that in this current job market that they're chasing the money. There's, you know, it, a lot of money being thrown at people with any kind of skill or will to learn a skill, and they're chasing the money. And the work itself was secondary. So I thought, Eureka, precision machining industry, you get both. I mean, you get this career, and you get the money, and this career is rewarding. I mean, you're making the things that people need to live their day-to-day -day lives. You know, Carly, I, I think one of the one of the problems we're trying to have this we're trying to change the conversation and and we're trying to convince people that manufacturing isn't dirty and it's not like it was in your dad's or your granddad's day. And in fact we shouldn't even be talking about manufacturing. I was just talking with a shop owner this morning. We were talking about recruiting and, and, and finding talent and I said Dude, you're actually a technology company. You're making parts for Teslas. Tesla is a technology company. You're driving a Tesla, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, this is not I'm grinding out ballpoint pen tips. This is technology. We're looking for bright people to operate very expensive, highly sophisticated equipment to manufacture our future. It's not about making stuff for today. We're building a future, and you can build your career right alongside that future. And it is a technology career. It's it's a, it's we're tech companies. Yeah, we're tech companies. Yeah. Ask ask you know. Uh, yeah, we got parts in drones. We got parts in Teslas. We got parts in robots. We got parts. In, like, hello. We are essential, and you would be essential in your career. Look at the lockdowns. 
oh yeah, we were open. Well, um, I'm going to bring it back to that article that started me thinking along this track from businessinsider.com, and they pulled the data from the U.S. Bureau and Statistics, and there were 25 high-paying jobs that do not require a college degree, and they're growing. I mean, I remember milkmen. I don't see advertisements for milkmen anymore. I don't know about you. There's no sense getting trained in a job that isn't going to exist in the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years. So, but out of those 25 high-paying jobs, I went through them, seven of them are precision machining. Seven of the 25. I mean, that's what, 32%, 25? I don't know. I can't do the math, but it's a lot. It's, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. And so here, here's what that is. Machinists production planning and expediting clerks. Let's stop there. Okay. Machinists. Yeah. Operating million dollar equipment, half million dollar equipment, probably got a couple million dollars in inventory that mm. they, they helped to create, right? Okay? Yeah. That, that's, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Big deal. Okay. Yes. Production planning and expediting clerks. That doesn't sound like a factory job, Carly. No. That sounds like somebody with a couple of computer monitors and better be good with finding stuff online and in the cloud. Yeah, logistics and getting things out. I mean, you can make the parts till you're blue in the face, but until somebody gets them there. Right, so, so let's talk about that, that clerk. So if you're the only production clerk at a company and that company has 25 million in sales, how much are you responsible for buying? <laughs> <laughs> That math I can do. <laughs> right? I mean, these are important positions. These are positions for performers. This, and it doesn't require a degree. It doesn't require a degree. And the next one was wholesale and manufacturing sales representatives. I mean, yeah, you got to have the sales reps. Absolutely. you got to have the sales reps. And then first-line supervisors of mechanics, installers, and repairers. Okay. Well, if, if you're good, if you're a great performer, you know, sure, we're going to value your performance, but imagine if you can help others perform as well. Imagine that you're not just going in and staying forever at this operator position, but now you're going to nurture the next, the next wave of talent right? So that you're operating at your higher and better use because face it, we're all growing. I mean, we're not looking for people who just want to get a job and just hang on. Right. Not warm bodies. No, this is technology industry. Our technology changes. When I joined PMPA in 03, 80% of our shops had cam operated screw machines. And that was the lion's share of the product was going on to hydraulics and fluid controls for cars, automotive, trucks, and the like. That number is nowhere that high today. And we changed our name from Screw Machine Products Association to Precision Machine Products Association, implying both the change in technology and the change in precision. Ooh. It's technology. Technology. I love it. Let me see. Where was it? One, two, three, four, five. Computer user support specialists. Hello. Computers. I, every every position I've seen in our shops has access to a computer for one reason or another, not counting or including the CNC computer controls embedded on the machine. 
right, which I'm sure work perfectly 100% of the time. Without human intervention. Right, uh-huh. 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 <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, also, industrial machine mechanics. My father was an electrician. He wasn't called an electrician in the steel mill. He was called a motor inspector because in those days, the motors had brushes. The brushes were carbon. They would wear out, and a motor inspector would inspect the brushes, change them, it was electrical work, it was very high power. We still need people who can troubleshoot, diagnose, and it's not just the computer code, it's the systems. We have electrical systems, air systems, hydraulics systems. We have a wealth of systems coming together in our sophisticated machine tools to help us make these high-tech, human safety critical devices. Who will guard the guards was what I learned in Latin. Who will fix this technology is really the answer. You know, Dustin Hoffman movie, you know, is plastics. Get into plastics. I'm telling you now, industrial machine repair, mint money. Mm. Mint money. You talk about one cactus, (laughs) right? And everyone's looking for that cactus. You bet. Oh, yeah. You bet. Oh, yeah. So if you've got skills. Ta-da. So the seventh one is sales representatives of services. So let's talk about services. So people are, well, manufacturing, what's a service? You know, What is a service? Dry cleaning a service? Mm-hmm. Dry cleaning is a service, right? Catering yeah. catering is a service. A mm-hmm. restaurant is not really a service, but catering is a service. Right. In manufacturing, we have services. We have heat treating. We have electroplating. We have anodizing. We have all these chemical conversion coatings. We have these thermal things. We have physical coating, vapor deposition, chemical vapor deposition. We have all the stuff we can do to tools. I'm telling you, it's technology. Mm. It's technology. It's not manufacturing. It's not just flint napping, right? We're not sitting here with a harder rock trying to make a sharper rock. We're, we're using diamonds to make perfectly transparent finishes on polycarbonate for heart transplants. Wow. Right? Yeah. That could be you. That could be my son. In fact, you know, people that we know made ventilator parts last year when the world was desperate for them. Our machinists were the hands of the physician. Ooh, I like that. Our machinists were the hands of the physician. That sounds to me like a great career move. Oh, yeah. And right? No degree required. No college loans to pay back. No. Ooh, you want to talk some stats here? Let's talk some stats here. Return on investment. Your MBA is showing, Ms. Miller. <laughs> okay. So we're saying high-paying jobs. That's a relative term. So the median annual earnings for the seven jobs that I just mentioned, it ranges between 45000 and 70000 in 2020. And that's a lot of money. You can buy a really pretty truck with that kind of salary. So that, that compares favorably with the U.S. household median income is like 60000 last time I looked. Is it? Okay. It's right in there. I mean, that's median, median quality of life for a household. Well, and if you look at the statistics for other jobs that don't require a college degree, we're talking about retail, salespeople, home health aides, security guards, orderlies, bank tellers, that level, they're earning between $25,000 and $32,000 a year. 
And they're earning it too. They're earning it. There's that's that's emotional toil. Yeah. That's not joy. Yeah, that is a, a big, big difference. So HR people out there in the precision machining industry, we've got an advantage right now because this workforce, they're they're chasing the money and the salaries are already good. So you can offer them that career, that rewarding career. And there are also people with degrees. I looked it up on the charts. If you want to talk to like a disc jockey or a broadcaster, they've got their bachelor's degree and their annual meeting or median earning was $36,000 a year. Hello, how do you pay off a college degree earning $36,000 a year? I don't know. I, that's, I don't know because college, college costs are probably 36 grand a year, a year. for four years. Yeah. And by the way, the statistics, they track five-year completion rates. If you see somebody that completes a college degree in four years, that's a cactus. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, then I'm a cactus, but I'm an older cactus, so it's a little different. So we have very strong arguments. If you know, you find those people who are not—they don't see college in their future, but they also don't have to work at as a bank teller or, and you know, if that's their calling, fine, but there's so much room for advancement and learning and earning in the precision machining industry. You know, Carly, uh, one, of my, one of my favorite books was written by an MIT professor a long time ago. He invented the feedback loop. He wrote a book on cybernetics, but the book that he wrote was called The Human Use of Human Beings. So what is our human use? What is our best use? Is it to just count the damn quarters? Or is it to make parts that save someone's life? Mm. Is it to just, you know, make an income, make, make a living? Or is it to build a life and build a future and build, you know, the quality and the better future for all of us? And that's what people are doing in our shops, in our high-tech careers. I mean, and you don't need a college degree to do it. You need to be aware. You need to be able to do a little bit of math. You need to be able to think critically. You need to be able to learn from your mistakes. But that's what helps us grow as humans. And growing as humans <laughs> means our human use as human beings grows too. And that's, I think, the real point that we're not offering just a career. We're offering a way to grow. You can start off as a performer in, in operations. You can become production planning. You can become a, an engineering, you know, uh, quote. You can do the quoting. You can become maintenance. If you're really skilled, believe me, there will be incentives for you to apply those skills to keep equipment operating. It's million-dollar equipment. Nobody wants to see it sad and alone no. and shut off. And not working, right? So, so human, human use of human beings. What is your highest and best use? And is four years off out of the economy really the best investment in your life? Or can you find a career today where you can really make a difference and build a future? That wraps up today's podcast on top precision machining jobs, no college degree required. Thank you for joining us. For additional information, please visit pmpa.org, where you can also search for articles, webinars, more podcasts, and other resources. 
And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast because you don't want to miss one. And if you aren't already taking advantage of PMPA membership, be sure to check out pmpa.org to see all we have to offer. And why is a PMPA membership important, Carly? Because Because we we are are better better together. together. Don't forget to join us next Monday on Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles.